0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, DOJ lays out its policies for employees getting vaccinated. In monitoring sexual assault in the military, the Pentagon forgot to count civilian employees who were victims. And the new leader of Veterans Affairs speaks directly to VA employees. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Justice Department is not requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for its employees right now, but it may have more vaccine information at a later date. The department has new vaccine and legal guidance for DOJ subcomponents. DOJ says components can track which employees have received a vaccine and who declined one, but they should be careful not to collect and store too much medical or personal information. The department also says DOJ supervisors can ask employees to verify their vaccination status, but they should have a valid business reason for doing so. Top Democrats on the House Oversight Committee are asking Postmaster General Louis DeJoy for a briefing on COVID-19 infections and deaths at the Postal Service. Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney and Government Operations Subcommittee Chair Jerry Connolly ask if USPS has any plans to create a public dashboard showing COVID infections. They're also asking for a status update on implementing COVID prevention recommendations made by the agency's inspector general. USPS Board of Governors Chair Ron Bloom says well over 100 postal employees have died from COVID. The Postal Service delivered more than a billion packages during its peak holiday season, but challenges remain. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. USPS made a net profit in the first quarter of fiscal 2021, but severe delays left some customers waiting weeks for mail-in packages. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says the agency is about to release a 10-year strategy to improve performance. Too many Americans were left waiting weeks for important deliveries of mail and packages. This is unacceptable, and I apologize to those customers who felt the impact of our delays. The USPS Board of Governors also elected Ron Bloom, a former senior Treasury Department official during the Obama administration, to serve as its next chairman. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Major General Stephen Marinian, Commandant of the U.S. Army War College, has been suspended. Military.com reports the Army announced the punishment after it completed an investigation, though officials have not provided details yet about that. Major General David Hill, Deputy Chief of Engineers and the Deputy Commander of the Army Corps of Engineers, will now assume the role on an acting basis. The War College is located in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and some of the military's most famous leaders have attended the school. The Pentagon is under pressure to eliminate sexual assaults within its military ranks, but it knows very little about how often its civilian employees are victimized. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. DOD's official databases show 370 civilian employees were the victims of work-related sexual assault between 2015 and 2019, but that's almost certainly a dramatic undercounting, according to the Government Accountability Office. That's because DOD only tracks cases where the civilian employee was working overseas and working directly for one of the military services. Employees of defense agencies aren't counted at all, no matter where the assault happened. GAO made 19 separate recommendations to help open up those blind spots. The Pentagon agreed with most of them. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. New mothers in the Marine Corps will have more time before they need to jump back into fitness testing. Women now have a year before they must take a physical fitness test after having a child. That's a three-month increase from the previous policy. The Marine Corps says the change will allow for a fuller recovery, lower injury rate, and eliminate the potential impact to breast milk production caused by rapid weight loss. Joe Biden will make his first visit to the Pentagon as president today. Federal News Network Scott Mascioni reports. President Biden will meet with senior civilian and military leaders today to talk about foreign and defense policy issues. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says Biden will speak directly to the Defense Department workforce while visiting the building. DOD onboarded 11 new leaders earlier this week. That brings the number of appointees in the Pentagon to 57, most of which do not need Senate approval. There are about 350 of those positions in total. Scott Mascioni Federal News Network. The Office of Management and Budget has a new appointee in charge of federal workforce issues. President Biden tapped Pam Coleman to be OMB's associate director for performance management. Coleman most recently served in the New Mexico governor's cabinet as the state's personnel director. She sat on the Department of Homeland Security's agency review team for the Biden transition, and she worked in the presidential personnel office during the Obama administration. The IRS sticks with a familiar face as its new Chief Information Officer. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Nancy Seeger, who has held the CIO role at the IRS on an acting basis since June 2019, is finally permanent. The IRS announced Seeger's official appointment yesterday. She replaces Gina Garza, who retired in May 2019. Seeger has worked her way up the IRS IT ladder, serving as the Deputy CIO for the filing season and tax reform, as well as Acting Deputy CIO for Operations and the Associate CIO for Applications Development. In appointing her as CIO, IRS Commissioner Charles Reddig praised Seeger's leadership. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The new Veterans Affairs Secretary has a message for veterans and the VA workforce. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. Dennis McDonough says he's looking forward to being a partner with VA employees. McDonough started his new job yesterday as VA secretary. He says VA will measure its success by the outcomes and evidence and by listening to what veterans have to say about their experiences. McDonough also says he's committed to providing a safe and inclusive space for veterans and VA employees, and he wants a senior leadership team to reflect the diversity of the veteran population. Nicole LaGrisco, Federal News Network. Andrew Mayhock is coming back to the White House, but this time as the federal chief sustainability officer. Mayhock served at OMB during the Obama administration as deputy director of management. As the chief federal sustainability officer for the Council on Environmental Quality, Mayhock is responsible for promoting environmental and energy sustainability across federal buildings, vehicles, and through the purchase of goods and services. And Customs and Border Protection opens a big, new immigrant processing center in Donna, Texas. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temen. It's what CBP calls soft-sided, built from a series of large tents. Donna is just a few miles down the road from the main processing center in McAllen, which is undergoing renovation. The agency says the new center will remain open to add capacity, even after McAllen reopens. A video of the 160,000-square-foot center shows flagstone floors, a child's play area, showers, and a large indoor-outdoor artificial turf area. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.